As we do every Wednesday, we visit with Brian Walton of thecardinalnation.com, and we're brought to you by Blue Tail Medical Group, great alternative prior to surgery. Before you think of having surgery, make sure you contact the folks at Blue Tail Medical Group. They'll keep you in the game without having surgery. That is Blue Tail Medical Group, and see more at bluetailmedicalgroup.com. Uh, we say good morning to Brian Walton on this Wednesday. It'll be a busy, busy day. Cardinals, a doubleheader against the Cincinnati Reds after being washed out last night. Brian, good morning to you. Good morning, Dan. You better save that voice. You got 18 innings to call if things go well. Uh, 14, right? Oh, yeah, good point. Good point. Scheduled, I guess, because it's a regularly scheduled doubleheader and the first game didn't start. You're right. I would imagine that next year we get back to the traditional nine innings. At least it, that seems to be the way that uh, this thing is going. Yeah, you know, the original, of course, the original accommodation was made due to COVID, and there haven't been as many games rescheduled for that reason this year. In fact, have there been any? Maybe early on there were a few, but, you know, generally speaking, teams have been able to handle the outbreaks. They've been smaller in nature, a couple players at a time kind of thing. Now, Springfield – Double A Springfield did have, I think, eight guys out, but now three of them are back already. There's still, uh, you know, another group that haven't been cleared to play. But, um, you know, and there's there have been some some smaller outbreaks in the minor leagues that haven't really been reported. But overall, things obviously are much better this year than they were last in terms of impact to baseball. Absolutely. And we're going to get into um, what's happening in the minor leagues, some individuals, some teams, and a little bit of the schedule, too. I, I, I'm curious about that. But... Uh, obviously, this is a huge day for the Cardinals, and every time you think they're out, they find a way to kind of keep your interest and keep you going. It's been an interesting, interesting year. Yeah, you know, Dan, I was just looking at the July, you know, kind of the July wrap-up since uh, yesterday's game was not, last night's game was not played, and the Cardinals were four games over 500 in July, and that actually ties their best month of the year, which was May, four games over 500. But I think the general feeling of, of a lot of folks is after that six game win streak they had, uh, you know, in the first half to end the first half of the month, the fact that they couldn't make hay against, you know, some of the last place competition, you know, really kind of kind of is a miss. It feels like a missed opportunity. Now, you know, Grand San Diego Padres are doing their best to help the Cardinals get in, but you know, there are other teams that are, uh, you know, in contention for that spot as well. Um, so, you know, if the Cardinals don't get it, the Cardinals don't continue to play well, the Phillies could slip by him, for example. So, um, and, and the Reds, you know, are right now are what? I think five games ahead of the Cardinals, something like that, four um, and a half. So, two you know, and a half. these Reds head-to-head two... games are extremely important for St. Louis, as, as you were pointing out. Yeah, two and a half. That's it. The Reds are two and a half. Okay. Yeah, ahead of St. Louis by two and a half. So, uh, you know, you could come out of this thing either four and a half out or a half game back, and that's the kind of swing that this could be. Yeah, and you know, it's it it's funny. Sometimes teams, you know, don't play certain teams well and they play other teams better. And this stretch with Cincinnati, then Milwaukee and the Dodgers and then the Reds again are gonna really, I think, define the rest of the season. If the Cardinals continue to, you know, not play up to expectations, the season could be, you know, I wouldn't say over, but in a bad shape heading into the last few weeks. But you know, if they play these these games well, you know, they can certainly be in a position where they can still compete for that second wild card. I think it's been interesting to watch uh, the moves that they made with McFarland and Garcia and then how that plays out in the final month. I, I guess bullpen by committee would probably be the way to look at it, but those guys have been essential pickups just to even get you in the spot. Yeah, you know, the Cardinals, 
uh, stood pat basically with their bullpen this winter. They all, they stayed pat with their pitching this winter, except for Adam Wainwright, who they re-signed. And they decided, you know, to not go out and, and sign. Uh, and there were a plethora of experienced relief pitchers available and, and uh, there weren't a lot of contracts. So the, you know, the money wasn't huge, but the Cardinals decided they would go with the guys they had and they just didn't anticipate the impact of the injuries and some of the guys, the younger guys that they were counting on didn't step up and or got injured. I'm talking there about the Fernandez's and the, and the Whitley's and, and even Helsley hasn't been as good as maybe we hoped. So they went out and, and got some guys who other teams were giving up on. And as you said, uh, McFarland and, and uh, Garcia have started, kind of become the, you know, the go-to guys in the, you know, go-to guys in the pen right now, given that Cabrera and, and Reyes have had troubles lately. And we saw Gallegos get the save opportunity, uh, you know, back on Monday. And, you know, we'll, it'll be interesting to see how that gets passed around in future games. It's going to be interesting. It's September 1st. So these would be September call-ups. It's different, obviously, now as you go from 26 to just a 28-man roster is there anybody that you would see potentially from the minor leagues making their way to uh, the big league club? Well, there's kind of two factors, and fans don't think a lot about the 40-man roster, but for any player to be eligible to be called up to St. Louis, they have to be on the 40-man roster, and the 40-man roster is full right now. Now, we saw Dakota Hudson throw a couple innings very effectively in Palm Beach the other day. Um, I would think he would come back as a reliever and maybe wouldn't need a lot more rehab outings and so I think Hudson could be one guy who we could see uh, before too long in St. Louis. A third catcher is something we've heard rumors of and would free up Andrew Kisner to get more at bats and, and be more active on the roster. And uh, Ali Sanchez, the guy we saw earlier in the season briefly and was on the taxi squad for quite a while. He's the, the catcher on the 40-man roster, so he would be the logical move. Uh, Yvonne Herrera down in Springfield also was on the roster, but he's not really ready for major league action at this point in time. Yeah, no question about that. Uh, you mentioned Dakota Hudson. What were the reports out of uh, Palm Beach? What did you hear from your guys that are uh, boots no, on the very, ground? Very solid, very solid. Uh, I didn't see velocity numbers, but he he threw, you know, he didn't just throw fastballs. He threw multiple pitches. And he'd been working out for some time. You know, he's, he's basically just almost 12 months now from his Tommy John surgery, but he's been throwing for some time. I saw him throw. Uh, when I was down there uh, and Mo was down there when I was there, he watched him uh, do a bullpen, which I didn't see. And, uh, you know, all in, th there's a lot of optimism that Dakota can come up and, and help the Cardinals this year. Now, is he going to be the difference maker in the season? Probably not. But, you know, if you got a guy who can come in and throw a couple of very strong innings out of the pen, that's going to help because, you know, we've seen this, the starters other than Wainwright, you know, aren't, you know, really going that deep into games and that continues to put pressure on the pen. Let's uh, talk about Juan Yepes. Hopefully I'm saying that properly, but he was the uh, the guy that was picked up in the Matt Adams deal a few years ago. And I'll tell you what, uh, Brian, he's putting up some pretty good numbers. Yeah, Juan Yepes was a, was a, a young kid. I mean, he's, I think he was 18 when the Cardinals got him in trade or 17 for Matt Adams the first time around. He's from Venezuela. He's a third baseman. Wasn't really great at the hot corner. They moved into first base. He's also played some corner outfield. So he's sort of like a John Nagowski, but with more power and more defensive versatility. And one of the things that, that hurt John Nagowski in his longer term bid to stay with the Cardinals was he was a first base only guy. And Yepes can play four different positions. But what's exciting about him is that he was, from the very start, was talked about as a power potential guy, but he never really showed it until this season. He, he started the season with Springfield, uh, played exceptionally well the first month, um, had a 958 OPS in double A and got the call up when 
when Nagowski moved and they needed a first baseman. And so, you know, he moved ahead of, um, of uh, Baker, the, the Luke the and Baker, yeah. TCU. Right, Luke, Luke and Baker. Baker. Yeah. And so in, in Memphis now, he's been there. Yepes has been there three months. His first month, he was still getting used to the level, only, only OPS 800. Then he went up to 900 in July. In August, OPS of 1216. Seven home runs, 22 RBI in 23 games. So Yepes is hitting the ball like crazy. And there's a segment of fans that would love to see him come up. But again, you know, not on the 40-man roster. And once a player gets added to the 40-man, you can't just take him on and off all the time. You can do it once. But the second time you take them off, they get exposed to waivers. And that, you know, that's an issue. So, you know, he could be lost to the organization. So, you know, I think Yepes is a guy, though, that, that has certainly got himself in the picture. He could come to camp and compete for a reserve position uh, off the bench next year. Uh, the AAA schedule, there's been an adjustment towards the end of the season. What's happening there? Yeah, a lot of folks haven't heard about this. In fact, I missed it the first time. Last month, they, the baseball, minor league baseball made an announcement that the AAA schedule, which was scheduled to end on Sunday, September 19th, like all the other full season teams. So for the Cardinals case, Memphis, uh, Springfield, Peoria, and Palm Beach, those four teams were supposed to uh, complete on the 19th. Instead, they've added two weeks to the AAA schedule. And each AAA team, each of the 30 AAA teams will play two five-game series. And the idea is that, that whoever wins the most games in, in those 10 games will be crowned the, the champion of AAA. And it was kind of an odd announcement done kind of quietly. And as I think about it, I, I haven't talked to anybody about it, so this isn't official, but my gut tells me that with the rosters, as you mentioned before, the rosters are only going to 28 in the major leagues in September. That's a very limited number. And if all the AAA players are done with the season, they all go home. You know, when you have injuries, who do you call on? So by keeping AAA going a couple more weeks, basically until the beginning of October, that gives a, you know, that ready supply of reserves for the major league clubs that are, you know, fighting to win pennants or fighting to get a wild card. Final question for you, Brian. Um, the schedule this year, and we talked about how uh, COVID has affected every schedule. Uh, right now, the Boston Red Sox, for instance, are getting hit with COVID very, very hard. But uh, teams are playing essentially Tuesday through Sunday and these long series. Um, how has that worked out? Do you think that's something that uh, sticks for the you know next year and beyond? I think so. There's several reasons. One was one the, the main reason that was cited was safety because. When you play a six-game series, obviously a team doesn't go through the whole uh, airplane, airports, or buses, uh, changing hotels, right? You get settled for the week. Everybody knows they're off on Monday, so that's their travel aid day to get situated, and they play those six games. Now, the only downside, of course, is that a pitcher, the game one starter, often then pitches uh, game six. But, you know, there's been so many rainouts and adjustments you know, it really hasn't seemed to have been an issue. And I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, the, I'm sorry. The other point, of course, is there's money to be saved, right? You don't, you don't, you don't have that, you know, the, the big amount of travel. And so I think, again, I don't have any inside information, but my gut says, you know, that's going to continue. And in fact, some of the clubs have already announced uh, their schedules for next year. I don't think any of the Cardinals affiliates have, but uh, some of the other teams have announced their schedules. And it looks like, you know, this model may be uh, the one that, that sticks with us. What are you working on on thecardinalnation.com? Well, um, with the conclusion of the minor league games tonight, the, the month of, uh, or last night, excuse me, the month of August is, is done. So I'll be going through the stats and looking at the players of the month. Mr. Yepes will certainly be one to, under consideration. 
Um, but there's been some others who have performed well, Nick Plummer and Nolan Gorman and, and others. And then also the pitcher of the month across the system. And I still want to try to do another re-ranking of the top prospects uh, before the minor league season ends. So still got a lot on the docket. And of course, our, our regular uh, features that everybody's familiar with are, are there every morning. Awesome stuff, Brian. Thanks as always. We'll uh, catch up next week. Thanks, Dan. Brian Walden of thecardinalnation.com brought to you by Blue Tail Medical Group.